kind of interesting how that's some beauty of the earth because yes, I was listening to a pastor talk about how when God created the heaven and earth, you know, when he called creation, it is good. Actually, he's also um, basically meaning that it's beautiful. So we have to be reminded that beauty is, is really from God. And uh, even though beauty can be corrupted by sinful human beings, beauty can be misused by sinful human beings. But beauty is from God. And we need to appreciate beauty as it is, even when it's corrupted or misused, we, we, we want to give glory to God for just all the beauty that we see um, in life. So, amen. Okay. Okay, let's see. Um, Good. So today's message is my times are in your hands. So first of all, I want to wish everyone happy Mother's Day again. Uh, Mother's Day is a time that we can thank God uh, for all his blessings to us through our mothers to appreciate our mothers as well. Uh, we can thank God for the mother who gave birth to us and also all the women that God has put into our life as motherly figures to help care for us and also to help us in some uh, motherly uh, ways. So yeah, give thanks to God for all the uh, mothers in the world. Before I start the message, uh, I would like us to read Proverbs 31, 10 to 31 to reflect on how our mothers are like the Proverbs 31 women. See, when we read Proverbs 31, 10 to 31, we may think that this is describing a godly woman and what she is doing every day. And, and uh, but this is actually um, based on a, a professor's, uh, similar professor explanation and other references. Proverbs 31 is probably describing the things a godly wife and mother did over the course of her lifetime, not just what she does, what she needs to do every day to be a Proverbs 31 woman. Okay. Um, so, Let's use this time to reflect on how our mother may have done some of the things described in Proverbs 31 and probably all of them. And give thanks to God and also appreciate your mothers for these things. So for example, from verse 12, we can ask the question, how have your mother blessed your family? From verse 13, you can ask, how have my mother made useful things for me and my family? Maybe knitted clothes, uh, maybe made some useful things. And then from verse 14, we can reflect, how have my mother made food, like good food for my family? From verse 15, we can reflect and ask ourselves, how have our mother woken up early in the morning to prepare food or do other things for the family? From verse 16, we can ask ourselves, how have my mother helped with my family's uh, finances? Verse 17, how have my mother worked hard for the family? Verse 18, how have my mother worked overtime for my family? Verse 19, how have my mother show skill, shown skills in what she does? Verse 20, 
we can reflect how my mother have helped others who are in need. And verse 21, how have my mother taken care of my needs? And from verse 22, we can reflect how have my mother made my home look nice? In other words, how has she cleaned up the house? <laughs> and verse 23, how have my mother helped my father with his accomplishment? Verse 24, how have my mother shown skills uh, that she uh, used to bless the family and also other people? And from verse 25, how have you seen strength and dignity in your mother? And then verse 26, how have your mother spoken words of wisdom and taught you? And verse 27, how have your mother kept herself busy with the family tasks? Verse 30, how have your mother shown the fear of the Lord? So as I think about my own mother, I can think of so much of the Proverbs 31 woman things that she did in our life. And for you as well, maybe for Mother's Day, you just go through Proverbs 31, just thank your mother for all these things that she did as the Proverbs 31 woman did. Amen. And so for my mom, I could see how uh, she, how hardworking she is how strong she is for the family, how good she is to us, how she works so hard to take care of us, how frugal she is uh, for our family, uh, for herself. Um, and then how, um, after she saw the change in my brother and I, after we became Christians, she wasn't Christian uh, at the time, she saw the change in us and she also became a Christian a year later on. So all these things, I, I uh, and more, much more, um, I could see from the Proverbs 31 that, uh, that my, my mom has uh, shown. And so today's message is a testimony of how God saved my dad's life when he caught COVID-19. So it's fitting that I share this on Mother's Day because you can guess who was the period of strength during this ordeal. As you may have guessed, it was my mother. So let me read today's verse from Psalm 31, 14 to 16. But I trust in you, Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your unfailing love. Let's pray before we start. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this beautiful morning, for this Mother's Day that we can celebrate all the mothers in the world and celebrate your love for us through our mother and uh, through all the motherly figures that uh, we have encountered in our lives. Um, Lord, I just pray that today's message will once again um, just help us to see your goodness, see your beauty, uh, see your love, and that you touch hearts and also many those, uh, also those who uh, may not know you as well uh, through the testimony uh, from my dad's story uh, with uh, COVID. Just thank you, Lord. Pray you uh, just guide us and lead us by your spirit and speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On a Thursday afternoon in early November of last year, I received a call from the nursing home where my dad is staying. The nurse said that my dad has been tested positive for COVID-19. However, the nurse tells me that he has no symptoms and they will move him downstairs to an isolation area for observation. 
from what they have been telling us, the cases they have seen are mild and everyone has recovered. I felt assured that my dad has no symptoms. Maybe he's one of those lucky ones who are asymptomatic. We did get to talk to my dad. We, we did not get to talk to my dad very much after he was moved to isolation. They say he was sleeping a lot. And the one time we talked with him, he seems very tired and only said a couple of words. On the following Monday morning, they say he's still fine. On that Monday afternoon, I received a call from a nurse from the nursing home saying, we're sending your dad out. Now, I thought that she said they're sending my dad up, upstairs, meaning that he has recovered and can return to be with everyone else. So I said, thank God, thank God. But she says, why? Then she told me that my dad is being sent to the hospital because his blood pressure and heart rate were abnormally high and they fear he might get a stroke. I was shocked because I thought everything is fine. They gave me the name of the hospital. After an hour, I called the hospital and they said he was just getting admitted. I called again a little while later and they said he's moved to the ICU because he has fever and his oxygen and blood pressure is low and he has pneumonia. So they need to give him medication to raise his blood pressure. I asked for a video call with my dad. My mom was at home because she has Monday off from work. When they, when they call us on the video call, it was actually the first time I saw my dad since February 2020 when we visited him in person before the shelter in place. Because after March, we can no longer visit him. And so we just kept in touch by phone. My dad was not really able to open his eyes to look at us because he was really weak uh, in the video call. And the male nurse even told him, open your eyes, see your family, but he, he, he couldn't. Um, and then uh, the nurse says, uh, give your family a thumbs up. And the nurse actually kind of put his hand like a thumbs up to us on the video call. And I saw this situation and I just like so bluntly told my dad the serious condition he is in because I, I just want him to know. I say, dad, your life is in danger. Pray to God. We will pray for you. You need to fight. Don't give up. Take care. And of course, all this uh, I spoke in Chinese. So he responded to, uh, with a how, which means okay in Chinese as we're speaking to him. Now, as I look at my dad with the oxygen tube, it reminded me of seeing my older brother year, many years ago in the hospital when he passed away from sepsis that was caused by pneumonia. Sepsis is basically when the bacteria gets into the blood due to pneumonia or other infections and, and, and cause the organ to, to fail. And my brother was only in his 30s at the time. And now my dad in his 80s is in the same situation and with COVID-19. The doctors weren't sure how it will turn out because of his age. They say it may 
be a couple of days. If they can't make it, they will go downhill very fast. I asked the doctor what usually causes death in COVID cases. They said it's from the lungs being so damaged that it can't function anymore. I asked for the doctor's name and I told him we will pray for them to be successful. I also asked a Dallas pastor that I know for many years, Pastor Wong and also Flora, who was the who is the church minister from my old church to pray for my dad since they know my dad when my parents came to live with me in Dallas. And also I asked a seminary classmate friend who was a minister to pray for my dad since I have been praying for his recovery from a stroke. The next day when we had the video call with my dad, his voice is a little stronger. Although he could only say a few words, we're so glad with his improvement. We also saw the courageous male and female nurses taking care of him and we're so thankful. They are truly heroes. I talked to them a little and wonder how they could continue working such a dangerous environment. So I asked one of the ICU nurse, I said, the, the room must be full of COVID, right? And, and uh, she, she, just, she just said, well, that's why we have all this PPE on as a matter of fact, like that. So I, I thought their working such a dangerous environment was truly one of the most touching moments I, I um, experienced through this. When I saw them come in and out of the room, I just had so much appreciation for them and their heart to serve these COVID patients. My mom played some of the old Chinese songs through the video call for my dad and we saw him trying to remember who sang the song and he actually um, spoke the name of the singer, but he could only speak a couple of words at that time. Because of COVID, families can visit in person and can only do video calls. And this is really God's grace because my dad is actually in another state. So a video call is actually the best thing that we can do. And uh, because of the technology that they have in the hospital, the video call is very clear. Actually, the sound comes from um, some uh, inter some room like a, a speaker. So it was very clear uh, when we spoke to him. He could hear us very clearly. So my dad can see us and we can see him almost like we're at his bedside. I had more than three hours of video conferencing with my dad on Tuesday and Thursday of that week. And it's like I was able to stay at my dad's side while I'm in my own room and doing my work at the same time on the computer. It's truly amazing that the limitations of not being able to visit him in person turns out to be a blessing because they need to do this video call from the patient's room. And uh, just a, as a aside, I really hope that in the future, hospitals can find ways to have this video conferencing capability so that family members can visit and be beside the people uh, from anywhere in the world. Um, I did fast all day Tuesday and on Wednesday morning when I had the video call with my dad, he was transferred to the third floor, which is good news because that is the level for the COVID patients before they, were, uh, they are discharged. His oxygen level is good even without additional oxygen. He often takes away the oxygen too when the nurse is not around. And I talked to a physical therapist who was carrying 
for my dad and told him that my dad was moved from ICU just the day before. And he was surprised at my dad's recovery and said, he's a fighter. So I told him, yes, my dad loves life. He loves to live. On Wednesday morning, my dad was actually surprisingly clear-minded. And we actually had a good conversation. So I was so overjoyed at the clarity of his speaking that I tried to call my mom who was out grocery shopping. Unfortunately, trying to call my mom dropped the FaceTime call and I was not able to talk to my, to my dad until the evening. Through this experience, God showed me once again that our lives is in his hands. God showed me very vividly that the same situation happened to my brother in his 30s and my dad in his 80s. And yet God showed me he determines the outcome according to his will. He has a purpose to let my brother to go be with him in heaven or let my dad stay here on earth and it's all in his hands. Therefore, as his children, we can trust in our heavenly father's goodness and love to us. Amen. God can let the medicine and treatment be more advanced so my dad when he get, got the COVID, it was in November rather than in April when the treatments are still not as mature. And my dad can also get the treatment and the treatment methods not available to my brother years ago when he had pneumonia. Because for example, he had the um, broad spectrum antibiotics, uh, which I don't think my uh, brother had at the time. And uh, so thank God for the precious months of improvements in medical treatment since the pandemic started in March. I think about all the patients and medical professionals who have died fighting this disease and their contributions to a treatment which saves, saved the lives of so many people afterwards. You know, my dad got the uh, plasma blood transfusion from someone someone who had donated their blood so that others may recover from COVID-19. May God remember the generosity and sacrifices of so many people during the pandemic. And may people come to know Jesus Christ as their savior so that they can have eternal life. I was so grateful for the staff and doc the doctors and nurses in the ICU and on the third floor that I found a local bagel shop and ordered three boxes of uh, bagels each to be sent to both the ICU and the third floor on Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks to um, all the, um, I guess, re uh, delivery services that we have nowadays so that I can do that. Um, because I, I deliver on 7 a.m. because I found out that 7 a.m. is when the night shift and the day shift exchange. So I was hoping the bagels can be enjoyed by both the night shift who are just uh, uh, leaving their ship and the day, day shift workers who are just in, uh, coming for the day. Because I really can't thank them enough for their courageous service in such a dangerous condition. And my appreciation is not just for my dad, but really to appreciate them for all their dangerous work for the COVID patients. So on Friday afternoon, I received a call from the hospital that my dad will be discharged to go back to the nursing home. I was overjoyed. I couldn't wait to tell my mom the good news when she gets home from work. I had a video call that Friday evening with my dad and keep congratulating him on being discharged from the hospital. He keep thanking me as well. After my dad was transferred back to a nursing home, 
He still needs many weeks of IV antibiotics treatment. He's still very, very weak. Not out of the, not out of the woods yet. The next day, he had a good conversation with my mom and told her how he prayed a lot um, in the ICU. And uh, so he heard us tell him to pray. And uh, he said he, he did pray a lot in the ICU. And my mom said that he keeps saying to her, my heavenly father saved me. So praise the Lord for that. On the following Wednesday, when I called the nursing home, they say, your dad is in his wheelchair. Do you want to talk to him? I was able to talk to him a little bit. After the call, I just kept praising God, shouting hallelujah to God because my, my dad was so weak that he had to lay in bed um, all those days, but now he could actually be strong enough to stay in a wheelchair. And for that, I just keep praising the Lord and, and, and shouting hallelujah to God. The nurse tells us that it, it will take time for my dad to recover and, and they also need to do physical therapy to help him to recover. So I wrote down this testimony on Thanksgiving 2020 to thank God for saving my dad's life. And on Thanksgiving day, we were able to talk with my dad on the phone. His voice seems stronger and can keep talking for, on the phone for hours. And we're just so thankful. On Thanksgiving day, that God gave us a joyful day. And my mom and I celebrated with a hot pot and a phone call with my dad. We learned to be thankful for God's mercy to my dad and, and our family. May God receive all the glory and honor and praise from this Thanksgiving testimony. This is a picture of my dad when my mom and I had a video call with him in March of this year. So brothers and sisters, I just want to share this testimony and really ask and remind um, you, do you know that your lives are in God's hands? So will you once again entrust your life fully to God to live according to his purpose and for his glory alone? Are there anything that's stressing you out right now that you need to surrender to the Lord? Are there burdens right now that you need to give to the Lord and, and find the rest and peace in him? Amen. And also to dear friends, do you know your lives are in God's hands? If your lives are in God's hands, will you let God lead your life? Because almost 2,000 years ago, Paul explained to the intellectual elites of Athens in Acts 7. He says that the God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their land. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. God has lovingly set are appointed times in history. God did this so that you will seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he's not far away from any 
of us. God is not far from you. He's lovingly working out things in your life so that you will seek him and find him. Romans 10, 8 to 11 says, but what does he say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. So dear friends, do you worry about your life and what will happen in the future? The good news is that God sent his son Jesus Christ to be our savior by his death on the cross for our sins. Now God is offering you a new life full of love, joy, peace, and hope. Would you like to receive the free gift of eternal life by believing Jesus Christ and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you like, please pray with me this prayer. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, dear, dear Lord Jesus Christ, I know I'm a sinner and do not deserve eternal life. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the grave on the third day to give me eternal life. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Take control of my life. Forgive my sins and save me. I repent of my sins and now place my trust in you alone for my salvation and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's all now pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you. We thank you for the message of salvation, Lord, that we can proclaim that Jesus is the way, that he is the way to salvation, and that we have salvation through Jesus Christ. We have eternal life through Jesus Christ. I just thank you, Lord, for this testimony that I can share, pointing out that our lives are in your hands, that you are in control of our lives, and that we can truly give you all our stress, all our burdens, and we don't have to try to hold on and try to control our own lives and, and try to uh, worry about our lives, that we can give all our anxieties to you and just really thank you for everything that is in our life, every blessing that you have given to us. Lord, help us to give thanks to you uh, just in, in all things. And uh, Lord, I just pray for everyone today that you will give them a really uh, joyful day, uh, joyful Mother's Day as they reflect on all your mercies to them uh, through and uh, during this um, uh, pandemic. Uh, and uh, that whatever uh, that their uh, um, mother, um, they can give thanks to you, Lord, that they will just truly give you all the uh, praise and thanksgiving and that they will thank their um, mother for all the things that she has done. Um, and uh, may you receive all the glory and, and all the praise, Lord, in our life. 
And we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for um, just giving us uh, our family. Thank you for giving us our parents. And we just praise you, Lord, uh, for all the blessings that you have given to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.